Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Write Brain, a podcast about writing and crowdfunded publishing. Good day, everybody. Welcome to the Write Brain podcast. My name is Jeff Dubo. I'm the author of The Life Engineered. With me is Paul Im and my good friend, also the author of the upcoming Ageless. Paul, buddy, how are you doing, man? I am doing well. Actually, I'm not doing super well. My um, heat is broken, but since, you know, I'm in South Carolina, it's not super cold, but it's just cold enough where I have to wear like a, a sweater, you know, so... Oh but other than God, that, I, I'm not I, doing terrible. It sounds like a tragedy, really. Um, it, it, has is, the, it is. Has the news been called in? Has a yes, did, did, actually. It's really. I immediately no, no, of course not. I immediately, you know, uh, my wife is out of town currently. I immediately sent her a message. I said, um, "The heat is out. It's freezing. I'm going to buy a space heater. Do you know where I can get one? Because." I've really? never looked. I mean, I imagine I can go to Target or Walmart or something. Or, or, or maybe or... Google space heater and then rely on the ads. They're going to tell you where to get one nearby. Well, if I do it that way, then I'll be getting one in two days from Amazon because that's the way I go because I got Amazon Prime. And I'm like, I can get it cheaper on Prime, you know, and I won't need it in two days because I'm going to cl- crawl up into the attic and try to fix it tomorrow. Yay, me. <laughs> so uh, things... You can also, you can also just... I so focus into your inner bear and survive it that way. That's right. Just That's right. Eat a bunch of pizza, fatten up for those few days where you don't have heat. I like that plan better, actually. I like it that is plan better. Good, right? <laughs> uh, um, so yeah, everything's going pretty pretty okay except for that. Uh, how about with you? Because you know, I I feel like that uh, you're somewhere special, and I can sort of hear in the background back the, over yeah, there. Yeah, I might as well, I might as well apologize right now because I am I am recording. In uh, from within the belly of the beast, if you will, I am I'm currently at the Ink Shares office where I should be uh, signing books, and I'm not doing that. I'm recording with you instead, which yes. hopefully will not uh, will not result in any punitive action on the part of my overlords. I hope not. <laughs> but no, I absolutely. I've been uh, I've been here all day, and it's been uh, it's been quite the experience, really. Yeah, and we have like, this is a kind of a special episode, so for those of you getting this a, a little late, we kind of planned on it being late, so uh, you could, hi! Right now, Sorry. For, for the audio listeners, which is all of you, right now Paul is saying hi to Jeremy Thomas, who is the uh, the CEO. You know, might as well start these sections now, since yeah, Jeremy's there you go. clearly not busy doing his job. And no. <laughs> what we want to do is basically bring in all of the, uh, each, each of the, the interest people one at a time. Uh-huh. And uh, and bother them as they try to do their job, and ask them, and, and sort of get them on the podcast, get them to talk a bit about themselves, and can talk I, about what I'm they at. do here. Can I get you your kombucha first? <laughs> kombucha? Sure, absolutely. What? What? I've never had kombucha. I know. I'm. I'm I've recently been exposed to it. And that sounds like that sounds exposed to something you say about radiation and possibly viruses. <laughs> there are drugs in it, I think, which is why I crave. There's not drugs. Sounds awesome. Hi, Paul. Hi, Hi, Avalon. Nice she can't you. hear me, can she? She you can't too. hear you, but she sees you waving. So, <laughs> so again, so I apologize to our audio listeners. So there's going to be a lot of off the, off the cuff type of things like this, and uh, but we're we're just going to roll with it and see where it takes you. Hopefully, it makes for interesting content. If not, it's free. Shut up. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So uh, as I was saying, yeah, sorry, we're coming a couple of days late, but we kind of planned this out because we wanted it to be a special episode. So um, welcome to our special Lydia episode. Lydia Storr said that this is her favorite. 
Fantastic. Be careful of physics. Amazing. So I'm, I'm that- also live on this podcast. I will be trying kombucha for the first time. And I'm Uh-oh. going to be having Synergy Organic and Raw Kombucha. Uh, it reawaken, rebirth, repurpose, and redefine, which really should be my life goals right now. <laughs> but before we get too deep into like the whole Inkshare things and the experience I've been having so far, I mean, you've already visited the Inkshare studios, so we'll be able yes. to have this kind of discussion with both of us kind of having knowledge of what we're talking about. But at the same time, do you, you want to tell us uh, where you're at with Ageless? I mean, I'm assuming uh, yeah. you're getting close to the... Uh... Actually, yes. This past week, um, uh, I've, I received a... Um, what is it called? I can't think. The ba- Uh-oh, it fizzes. For those of you listening, JF just made a mess with his... What is it called? Kombucha? Kombucha. <laughs> So, uh, sorry, <laughs> sorry about that, everybody. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> oh, I'm not apologizing to you. I'm apologizing to the listeners because I definitely got distracted as you just spilled that everywhere. There's <laughs> like five drops on the on the desk. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Oh, Except talk, talk for to us what's... about ageless. Nobody cares about what I'm drinking. Talk about ageless. <laughs> sorry, I'm just You're the worst that. broadcaster. Talk. I am oh. the worst. I am sorry. So anyway, um, I got my uh, back. I got my full cover um, in. T- for the final uh, approvals and um, any kind of last minute changes. And I also got the final proof where um, I'm going to do one, one last read through and make sure everything's good to go. And uh, that's actually due in just a couple of days. And as we're recording on Friday and um, by Monday, that will be it. Ageless will be in the bag. It will be going to print within the next week or so. I'm not really sure when actually, but very soon. So it my my little, um, book on the board there behind you, which I know you can't mm-hmm. see if you're listening, but behind JF is the uh, board of transmitted, printing, published all the all the Ink Shares books, and there are many, many books. Yeah. If, if you want to see the the board, I'm going to take a good picture of it and put it on the uh, on the website jfdubo.com uh, slash rightbrain, and you'll be able to see what we're uh, what we're talking about. I'm probably going to have but, a bunch uh, of pictures from here. Um, I'm going to yeah. try to get some uh, some top secret stuff that he don't want us to see and, uh, and sneak it out, but. They've been pretty there good about go. it so far, keeping uh, keeping every all their secrets. <laughs> they uh, are good about doing that. So anyway, my book will be moving from transmitted into printing very soon. So um, yeah, I, it's kind of it's kind of surreal. Like I'm I'm looking at this final proof, and it looks like the inside of the book. You know, I mean, it just it is the book. It's well, almost Paul, do directly. You, want, do you don't want to know what else looks like the inside of a book. <laughs> Sure. Oh, the inside of a book, as you can see. Yes. Like, wow. It's those of you who can't see. Basically, I'm is, just uh, showing off a physical sh- copy of the Life Engineered, which looks absolutely fabulous. Yes, I saw your it's, picture uh, you posted earlier too. It does. It looks really good. Like I, I'm like it, I saw it, you know it up close. You know, it, it, it they, looks they, really. They, they got it. Uh, there's a there's a matte lamination with a spot varnish on the title and the uh, official sword and laser selection seal, which is just gorgeous. Makes yes, a, it is a lovely end product. I'm very, very proud of it. And you know, um, I I'm proud of you too, buddy. You did awesome. Oh, <laughs> you did, you did good. You done good, friend. Done so, good. um, yeah. The last, the last little bit of information is I have a blurb for my cover. You do. <laughs> yes. Do I want to hold on to that, um, or do I want to share that? How, how about I check with the experts? Just give me a second. Yeah, sure. I don't. I don't have to share. <laughs> but anyway, while JF goes to check, uh, 
I want to share it with you guys. He's uh, talking to someone right now about it. And um, sorry about the dead silence, because now I'm curious to what he's saying. He turned his mic off. Hi, are you back yet? I, I'm back, and I've, I've consulted with Avalon, and she says you can talk about your blurb. Oh, I can talk about my blurb. Thanks, yes. Avalon. <laughs> you can't hear me. I, I forget she can't I'm hear sorry? me. sorry? He decided to listen on the front cover. So. Oh, wow. I've, I've, I've just been told in, in, interesting news about your decisions about the blurb. Oh, you didn't know this. Oh, I, did I guess not you know didn't this. know this. Yes. So this you, you're a... going to tell me I'm going to act surprised. <laughs> this is a front cover blurb. Is that where you're going to be surprised? Is that part you didn't yes, know? Yes, that's, that's the thing. I, I, I thought, like, look, if I were to get a blurb from that guy, I would bury it somewhere at page 99. <laughs> well, let me read it to you. How about I do that? Are you ready? Okay, this is for everybody, too. It says, an elaborate story that challenges our inner detective. The intricate plot is a fascinating puzzle to navigate and enjoy. And here's the best part. You ready? I, I'm, from, I'm ready. I honestly, I'm, I'm not sure who that guy is, but yeah. it's from it could, it could be better. The, the author of The Life Engineered, one J.F. Dubot, oh, winner of the Sword and Laser Publishing Contest. No, man, I appreciate you um, taking the time to read and uh, write such a, a, a nice. Oh no, a real thing for me. <laughs> yeah, but I, I told you that on Twitter that I'm, I wasn't writing this as any favor to you. Because one of the terrifying things about being asked to read a book for a blurb when someone that you know is, well, what if I read this book and my end judgment, either because of personal preferences or happenstance turned out to be, I don't like it and I think it's garbage. It's, it's hard because you don't want to end up thinking that about your friend's products and work. So when I was done reading it, well, actually, full, full, full reveal, I'm not done. I'm still a couple of chapters from being done. But I, I, that's why I wrote about the overall feel of the book. And I'm, Paul guarantees to me that the, the rest of the book, the last two chapters, will not disappoint. So keep my fingers crossed because I don't want to be made a liar of. I don't remember. So far, I don't like, remember the, the, major, that, but the majority okay. <laughs> of it, like what I've read so far, which is literally if, uh, if my e-reader doesn't lie to me, is 98% of the book or something is surprisingly good and not surprising because I didn't expect Paul to write something of quality. I did expect quality from him. I didn't expect it. (laughs) I woke up one day and I was like, Whoa, this is not bad. (laughs) But well, that's the thing, right? Is that first of all, you, I didn't want the, I didn't want to turn around, read it and go, "Mm, I don't like it. And you know, feel bad about that. I'm glad that didn't happen actually. (laughs) But, at the, at the same time, I didn't know exactly what to expect. So it was it, it was interesting because I knew it was a sci-fi book. I knew what the theme of the story was, but I wasn't very familiar with your style of writing. And you had mentioned several times that you're using this very non-linear chronology. And I didn't yeah. know how that would translate into a story. I didn't so, know either. I'm hoping that it, it did okay. But I, I mean, from what you've told me that, you you know, it, it did okay for you at least. That's good. Thank you. It, it, it did. Like, I look, I, I've never read a book that I've closed. Okay, I've read maybe two books. There's still only two books I've ever read, and I finished the close, the, the, close the, the, the back cover and said, there is nothing I would change for with this book. It is perfect. That's happened with maybe two books by very Life renowned authors. No. no. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> not. I mean, and you I know, if... Go ahead. Sorry. I, I, I love the life engineered. I love what I've done with it. But there's, I mean, obviously, and I will, I will say this tomorrow. I'll say this in 10 years and 20 years. There's always going to be things that I want to improve or change. And the more I learn and the more my thought processes evolve, 
the more I'll want to to change. And I expect that's going to happen. It happens with anything I draw. It's going to happen with everything I read. And uh, I mean, I write. So it's. I mean, that's that's what they call the writer's curse, right? You're never satisfied with your own work. Oh yeah, I know. So, right. So what, the reason I'm saying this, like, I I, I enjoyed Ageless. I. I, I would love to sit down with you at some point. I want you to do the same thing with, for me for the life engineered once you've read it and be able to say, okay, well, there's this and that and like sort of give you a, a, an in-depth critique of it. Because I, I like, obviously my book's not perfect. Your book's not perfect. But the way we get better is by co- commenting on it. And right. it's interesting that you and I can do this with finished products that have gone through the entire editing process. It is. It's very interesting. As a matter of fact, um, I, I am currently, well, Thursday, yesterday, yesterday? No, maybe it was Wednesday. I don't remember. A couple of days ago, I got the notification to that I could download my e version of the Life Engineered, and I immediately downloaded it, and I've been reading it, and then all of a sudden, the the last proof for Ageless popped up in my inbox, and I was like, oh man, and I was actually pretty upset because I was like, now I've got to spend the weekend really focusing on this, and I can't read your book because I really want to read it because I'm. I don't remember exactly how far I am in it. I'm maybe uh, two, three, three, three or four chapters in. I don't know. Three or four chapters. And uh, I'm like, yeah, I'm liking this a lot. Cool. I am. I'm, I'm so far. Happy about I'm that. really excited. It's really good. I'm I'm, I'm really enjoying it. I'm, I'm and, looking uh, forward and I'm, I'm sure you feel the same way. I'm looking forward to the point where, because I've been sitting on the story and not like only very a handful of people have actually read it. And to be able to actually discuss it openly and discuss what people liked and what people did not like, which are people's favorite characters and all that. I am very eager to be able to do that on a more open forum with a lot more people. So I'm, I'm really keeping uh, my fingers crossed about that. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, yeah, that's, that's one thing I'm looking forward to with ageless as well. And, uh, and I want to discuss when I, when I finished reading uh, the life engineered, I definitely, want to sit down with you and talk about it because right now I'm really, you know, kind of, uh, just getting into the main story pretty much, I guess. Well, not the main story, but you know what I mean? I'm, I'm, uh, I don't want to spoil anything here. <laughs> so, uh, Isn't it? I don't like, know how okay, to talk you, about you, it. <laughs> you, you've read far enough that you, you probably can see one of the biggest problems I encounter when talking about the book is that it takes a, about two or three chapters before you get into the story. And I'm not saying those two or three chapters are just like fluff. They're important or necessary to build oh, yeah, the foundation to the story. But without those first chapters, it's really hard to discuss what's happening. So right. It's, right. it's honestly, as a first book, maybe not the best idea because it's hard to pitch that way. But, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I, I Well, I might be biased a little bit, but I'm really enjoying it and I'm looking forward to see where it's going to go. And it's really it's starting to open up. But I know what you mean. It. Uh, it's a great opening, I think, though. I think it's necessary. That's what I'm getting to. I think it's that's, necessary yeah, that's the thing. for it's, what it's, you have there. It, it's necessary. I'm not unhappy with it. I think it hooks people fairly well. But at the same time, it's it, it, it's hard to tell talk about the story without talking about those first few chapters. Anyway, right. what I'm really happy is that now people are starting to get into their hands. All my backers have access to their digital editions very soon, sooner than... I thought they're going to get their physical copies. Those I'm signing right now, really? and so I'm sooner than you thought, huh? That's cool. Yeah, I I don't know exactly when, but like I've I've but sooner. <laughs> I've seen things, Paul. Uh, but the, the the thing is, I'm I'm glad to be getting to that point. And here's here's the bonus part: is that 
whether it's a digital edition or the physical edition, at the end of the book, there is a teaser for the sequel to Life Engineer that I'm kind of curious what people are going to think about. Yeah, at the end, I remember we discussed that before. I can't remember if that was on an on-air thing. I don't remember either. But if it but has I know been, that well, we discussed it. I, I apologize for repeating myself. So no, no, no. do you want to do you want to talk about a bit about Inkshare so I can uh, I can get to the point where I bother people about their uh, yeah about their job? Sounds good. So I'm eager uh, last... to bother people. I know, right? And I can see them all rushing around behind you, and uh, I can, like I said, we'll be uh, hopefully the people will be able to hear them. But well, anyway, well, just just to put it behind the scenes, things to, to to those people here who are starting to build a relationship with with Inkshares, this is this is one of the things that makes a company so cool to work with. Is the moment that they figured out that I was talking to Paul Inman to to one of the people that they work with, they all rushed over to say hi. So and that was really cool, yeah. So this that's the kind of personality that Inkshares has. And that's the kind of people that you'll be working with. So, yeah, if if you're into nice people, it's a good thing to know. <laughs> so last summer, last this past summer, um, my wife and I took a trip around the country, and uh, we stopped in San Francisco because she actually has a cousin that lives there, and we spent about four or five days in San Francisco hanging out with her family. And uh, one of the big things that I wanted to do because at, at that point, I had. Um, already been in contact with Inkshares and um, the the very first sword and laser contest uh, had already happened. And I knew that I was going to get a chance to um, get published by a, you know, a publishing company. And it was right there in San Francisco. And I was like, I have got to stop. I told my wife, I've got to stop in there and meet these people because I really want to see you know, what they do and where they do it. And, you know, uh, talk with them, pick their brains a little bit about, about the process and, and just uh, try to be friendly with them. And uh, of course, like JF said, they're they're all amazing people. They're very friendly. They're very um, outgoing and they're very nice. In fact, uh, we sat and had a long conversation uh, in the little library back there, JF, that's I think from where you are behind you, I guess. Um, Maybe. To be honest, I haven't walked around a lot because there is a lot oh. of people here working and I don't want to bother anyone. Oh, yeah. Not everybody that's here is ink shares, so I don't want to be yeah, that guy. Yeah, if you haven't, if you don't know anything about where they are, the space they're in, um, I believe it's called the Vault. Is that right? The Vault. Yeah. The Vault. Um, so anyway, the Vault is like a shared workspace, and I think there's something like fifteen, twenty companies in this shared workspace, or at least that's what Avalon told me when I was there. It's, so, it's a super uh, dynamic environment. It is. It's a really cool place, actually. And um, so they didn't take you on a tour, JF. No, no. Oh, yes. I got the tour, JF. Come on, I found out that it used to be the old Garadelli building and I went around and talked to the other people and the other businesses and you know <laughs> you no, should I, be uh you didn't get the special treatment. They said no, no, come in and sign. That's what they said, right? More or less. <laughs> and you know what, considering all the social anxieties I deal with, uh, thank you. I'm, I'm glad they did not. <laughs> I was actually pretty nervous myself actually. And I, I remember telling my wife after we left, I was like, "Man, I don't get nervous with things like that because uh, being a performer, I, I'm used like in front of a crowd, I, I'm easy, you know, but being like one on one or two on one. And that's where I have my social anxieties, you know. Well, it's, it's the same thing for me. Like you toss me in front of a crowd of 2000, 20,000 people. I don't care. Give me a microphone to record a podcast. I'm super comfortable and I can talk with like with a lot of ease. Uh, put me in front of two or three people that I'm supposed to specifically talk about myself or about the stuff that I do. And I, I choke up. It's just 
it's the nature of social anxieties, Paul. Deal with them. Yes, yes. Oh, I'm, I will. I'll as, do my best. As, yeah, as with for your lack of heating at your uh, at your oh, oh so cold Carolina home, uh, learn to deal, man. Hey, tonight we're getting down to freezing. So, I mean, that's kind of cold. I don't know. Hey, I, not everybody is from, you know, outside of Montreal or wherever, you know, so I can't help. I can't help it that it's cold in Canada. Um, what's it like in uh, in uh, San Francisco? I bet you it's it's probably a lot different than what you're used to, right? It's, here's the thing that I've, I've always known that to a certain cultural level, there are certain parallels between San Francisco and Montreal. Um, I was surprise i shouldn't say surprise because i kind of expected it but the, the the sort of the topography of the place is the same like a lot of hills and lots oh, of really? ups cool. and downs so i went walking for four hours yesterday because i had nothing else to do when i got here and <laughs> i have a terrible hotel i didn't want to stay there uh, any, any more than i had to so i went walking a lot and i just it just had a very familiar feeling um so i'm i i, I enjoyed it I'm, I'm i'm liking the place so far if it wasn't for my hotel, I'd be having a great time. <laughs> well, you know, that's what happens when you pay, like, nothing for your hotel, right, Jan? Well, no, that's, that's, look. The, 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 I'm only teasing. I'm only teasing. No, no. I'm, I'm, the, the thing is, like, I decided to take this trip at the very, very last minute, and there's a Super Bowl thing happening, so yeah, prices for hotel right. rooms in are just San insane. So it's, look, I got, it was that or bringing a tent and living in a park. Yeah. Um, so when I was, when we were at the Inkshares, um, headquarters, we sat, like I was saying, we sat at that, uh, in the little, um, library back there and, uh, we just talked and we just kind of got to know each other a little bit. And they told my wife and I, uh, a lot about the city where the cool places to go, because like I said, we were, we were in town for like four or five days and, um, they were just really chill and relax. And, uh, I got to, uh, meet everybody there. And that, that was actually the time that they were, they had just received maybe earlier in the week, the shipment of abomination. So they were all, there were all the abomination books and they were um, packing them, packing them up to ship to uh, the, the backers. And so, so basically you're saying that it's not, it's not completely impossible that my copy of abomination has some stray Paul Inman skin cells floating around in there. It is not impossible. Actually. I'm not sure how I feel about that. Nice. I'm not sure how I feel about how you put that, but whatever. <laughs> so, uh, and it was it was cool. They um, they ended up actually giving me a signed copy of um, Abomination while I was there, which was really awesome because you know I had purchased the ebook at that point because uh, you know we had just had the con like really literally the contest has only been over maybe two three weeks three weeks maybe so because it was right at the end of June when we were there the beginning of July. Because I had to be in uh, San Diego for Comic Con, and that was the middle of July. Ah, so. yes, yeah, that's, that's true. That's that trip. Cool. Yeah, that was a that was a lifetime trip, man. That was awesome. If you ever get to travel like that, you should definitely do it. Uh, maybe I don't know. I, I the, the, my my it, it looks like my next year of travel will be mostly uh, con- convention based, which I'm cool with. Uh, I, I love I love cool going too. to cons. Like I'm I'm awkward at cons, but I enjoy it. So, um, what about your experiences that you've been having today? And and uh, well, were you did you go in yesterday or did you did you? No, no. Yes, yesterday I got in, I got into town and I, uh, I I checked into my hotel and then I just went for a walk. I wanted to go to get to Golden Gate Park, that which turned out to be super far on foot, but still made it. Yeah, time. on foot. Uh, but my experience today was uh, was pretty cool. Um, I see Jeremy's like kicking boxes to come and have a look at you. Hi, Paul. 
Hey, what's up, Jeremy? How's it going? Good. So, so before we, we start talking about my experiences here, why don't we just have a chat with, with Jeremy while we have him? Mm-hmm. Like, I've, Okay, I definitely. Give him the chair. I don't know. No, I don't need a chair. So <laughs> basically what we want to do, because uh, we have a lot of people that listen to podcasts, obviously, are mm-hmm. coming to us from the Inkshares Writers community, people that joined the, the Goodreads forum and that just hang out with us because they have their own aspirations of being on Inkshares. Mm-hmm. And I thought, like, might as well, while we I'm here and we have you guys here, is sort of introduce you on an individual level. You can tell us, like, so, so okay, so you're Jeremy Thomas. You are, what, the CEO here? Betting share? Well, I mean, that's what it says in my business card. All right. Well, what, what does that mean? What do you do? <laughs> I take out the trash. Actually, I clean out well, the trash. Somebody's got to do it. Take out um, the trash. That, that's Jeremy's slang for saying that he took, a, took me out for lunch today. <laughs> oh, wow. That's, that's funny. <sighs> that, that would be French Canadian trash. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Oh, 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 this, oh. This, this, has got, uh, um, this got dark. Well, I, so originally, Many of you out there may not know this. I was the CTO, not EO. I was the TO. Yeah, the EO is something new, right? E is E is yeah, different. E is like Excel, and T is like technology. So I went from technology to Excel. So did you? Are you one of the designers behind the website? Yeah. So Thad and I do the design. Thad. And I do the middle tier code for all you nerds out there who understand what that is. Thad and I do the database design. Um, it is, it is, can I get philosophical? Absolutely. Okay. If it goes over the head of our, of our listeners, that's, that's their own problem. Exactly. <laughs> uh, okay. So I have a degree in Spanish and that's it. Bachelor of Arts in Spanish. And so nothing to do with computers. I learned computers out of college. My first job was with a company called KPMG. And it became it became like a written language to me in terms of the way that I perceived. Anyway, I, learned, I, 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 I went to Australia on a project, and they weren't sure if they wanted to keep going with the project. Our client was called Telstra, big telco down there. But they didn't want us to go back to the U.S., so they paid for us to stay in, the United, in Australia for two months. And I went to a bookstore and I bought a book called Beginning Java 2 for Non-Developers. And I read every example, did every page, compiled code, like learned all this stuff about programming and, and just became fascinated, even more fascinated than I was before. And it became, uh, like, like code became an expression, like a medium that's used to express a user experience. Uh, and the metaphor is, you know, similar, I guess, to what it would be like to be a painter, where you use paint to create an experience for someone on a canvas. You can do the same thing with code. You're creating an experience for a user, in our case, through a website. And, you know, the metaphor keeps going because I think in computer science school, they teach a lot about how to make paint. And so you got these kids coming out and they know, they know how to like collect all the elements and build red colors or green. But really, it's all about most of us, like 95% of people who are working in code are using the paint that's already been made to create their paintings. Like they just go to Walmart and they know the differences between the brands and they know uh, the differences between like what oil-based paint is and what water-based paint is. And they know how to mix them up and create experiences. And so that, same, that holds true for, for code, like for, for programming languages and for all of the stuff that they 
want to teach you in computer science that you really don't ever end up using. If you do, you're probably wasting your business time. So anyway, there's a cynic in me on that side. But the point is that it's become a very freeing thing. And I think Thad feels uh, similarly that it's – have you guys seen Ghost? With Patrick the movie? Swayze? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. You know the scene where he's in there, uh, Patrick Swayze's in there with uh, – Who's the uh, the female protagonist? I just forgot her name. Demi Moore. Demi Moore. Yeah. And they're they have their hands on top of that wet vase. Yes. And mm-hmm. they're sort of molding this thing as it's in motion. Go on. Oh yeah, I remember the scene. This is the sexy scene. The yeah. sexy scene. <laughs> That's what it's like when Thad and I are building ink shares. Um, interesting comparison. Oh my god. Because it's this. <laughs> it's this. <laughs> It's this yeah. vessel. So from it's this history, vessel. So basically, <laughs> so if, if I can paint a visual, when when Thad, yeah. when Thad is preparing code for the, uh, if Thad is preparing code for the website and he's typing on a computer, mm-hmm. Jeremy slowly sneaks in behind him, mm-hmm. puts his hands him, yeah. softly, puts his hands over Thad's hands, and starts typing with him. To, it's like uh, it's to like so that sexy music. It's like that. It's kind of like that. Mixed with that commercial we had in the states for a while, where that, where the Travelocity commercial, where the guys coming in through the shirt and typing, that's what it's like. <laughs> oh, that's funny. But the point is that you have this sort of live, mutable thing. It's called InkShares.com. That's constantly being changed. I mean, we make like fifteen changes to it every day. Wow. Every day. They don't all show. They're they're, a lot of them are bug fixes or like we're like, oh yeah, like that makes. We sense. broke something yesterday. We got to fix it today, kind of a thing. Uh, sometimes there are bigger features, but it's it is in a constant state of flux. Because yeah, that, that's that's one thing is I think Paul will agree. Like ever, since we've gotten onto the platform, like the site has this not just the site, but the very process of how InkShares works, even logistically, has changed completely. Well, not completely, yeah, but pretty drastic, in very drastic fashion. Well, so let me give you an example. Um, and this this predates you guys because you came in with a contest. But Matt Matt starts at InkShares in February 2015. And he goes, guys, we should roll out credits and let's give credits to people for doing cool stuff. Hmm. And so we're like, yeah, that's cool. So we sit down and then a day later we launched credits and we like proceeded to that's allocate how fast it goes, huh? hundreds of thousands of dollars of credits. Um, so, so <laughs> yes, it w- you did, I'm sure. <laughs> we had to tune it, you know, after that. But the point is, yeah. you know, we can, we can move at a pretty fast pace. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, that's pretty amazing that one day later you were rolling out credits and, you know, we mentioned, uh, the people that we kind of communicate with on Goodreads forum. Um, so I think that, uh, you guys kind of s- watch that explode or, you know, build and grow. And then, um, from there, the idea for the forum on InkShares has arisen, and I, I I've noticed, especially pretty recently with the 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 newest Nerdist contest, um, that the forum is starting to pick up. Are you guys happy with how it's going so far? Thad is keeping score. So the forum yeah. is Thad's baby. I actually oh, haven't okay. written any code for it, but I sit next to him, and sometimes I move his hand around the base. Um, yeah, and uh, <laughs> and uh, he's like. He turns to me one day, like last week, and he smiles and he goes, guess what? And I said, what? He says, it's got about as much traffic as Goodreads. Nice. That's good. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. It, it, we're, we're excited that people are using it. And look, if Goodreads is better, we were, you and I were talking about this today. Yeah, we were. And my, I think my philosophy is there's no reason why we can't have both. Right. I mean, they both, I think they both filled slightly different purposes anyway. 
so certainly, like we could, we could use both, but I think uh, there is like the logical place for somebody who's new, especially to look for help, is in a forum that's on Inkshares instead of like trying to look elsewhere. So right. I think it makes in, in many ways a lot of sense. Um, so I I guess to, to, this is a long way of answering your question about what I do here. I write code. I have opinions about product, but then I run payroll. Hey, um, that's I, important. That's uh, important. Yeah. So my, it, you know what? When I'm when I'm an employee somewhere, that is my favorite part. Getting paid? Yes. Uh, <laughs> I wish that were true. I, w- I would probably be better about money if that were true. I do accounting every Friday. Like I balance the books today. Um, I go with Adam to Los Angeles to negotiate deals with legendary digital networks. That is pretty cool. That sounds a lot uh, cooler than uh, than balancing books. Mm-hmm. Is they, uh, is there anything special behind what you just said, or well, they own Nerdist, are you teasing us a little bit. They they oh, own Nerdist, oh, okay. and they own yeah, they own. So that our makes deal, sense now. our deal, our partnership is with Legendary, and then Nerdist okay. is, is sort of uh, an implementation of the partnership using one of their properties. But then, um, hmm, Matt might kill me. Geek and Sundry is also part of this new thing that we're doing this year. Okay, it was announced. So that, I, well, I'm officially allowed to say this. If, if I'm not mistaken, the, the Space Opera contest is a contest that is Nerdist slash Geek and Sundry, right? Uh, that is... No, that's not so the true. The first one's Nerdist. The next it's just one Nerdist. Oh, okay, okay. So, next one is Geek and Sundry. So I, I, I messed up. Like, yeah, they, they, they basically they're, the next context is Geek and Sundry. So they're, they're, they're kind of alternating. Yeah. They alternate. And, that, and that's, you know, from there in these contests actually also take up a lot of time. And so the Geek and Sundry team is a different team than the Nerdist team. And Adam and I were there. We toured through their offices and uh, met both both teams. They sit in different spaces. Um, we also were walked through the studios back there where they do their video podcasts. And uh, it's a pretty impressive setup. They yeah, have are, you, their... are you saying that it's better than just me having my laptop and microphone here on your desk? It's like... It's, Night and day. it's like professional and it's clean. Um, there aren't do. smudges everywhere. So yeah, in a lot of ways, it's very different. Yeah, I should clean this. <laughs> yeah, I really should. Um, so we do that. Um, and what else? I, I, I talk to our investors. I fundraise, which is one of the things that, uh, well, Adam helps me do that too. But we go out and we talk to venture capitalists about investing in InkShares. I um, came across an article um, online uh, pretty recently about that we uh, Inkshares got one hundred percent of the funding they were asking for. Is that is that how the is that what happened? I mean, I'm not sure. Yeah, um, so we. I closed, guess you're the guy to ask, right? <laughs> we closed our last fundraising round with the SEC, and I think you were reading a uh, a press release about that. So there, there. Are, I may have misread it too. I'm not sure, or misremembering it. Because it's been a, a, like a good week or so. so. I don't know. Very much like me, Paul, is, for a writer, is not super good with words. Well, yeah, exactly. And then my memory is like Swiss cheese anymore. Right. And uh, if I if I need to know anything, I have to look it up. Even if it's my own stuff. I'm like, what? What? I don't understand. I don't remember doing this. But it, it was there. So, you know. So so aside from uh, from working on mm-hmm. paychecks and being a, a high-rolling, jet-setting executive mm-hmm. that does meetings and fundraising, what, what's your interaction with the uh, with the writers and the uh, and, and the readers, with the, basically the, the, the users of InkShares, whether they be creatives or consumers, mm. if any? I, I, I know the first time, the, the, my first interaction with you was actually when I, uh, when I opened a ticket for a technical problem. Yeah. 
Um, I, I would say that I'm still probably the primary engineer. Is that fair? No, if that spends all this time coding, I don't. I probably spend half my time coding. Um, but I'm probably the most experienced engineer in each year. So a lot of that hairy stuff, especially when it, and it has to do with money. Like I, I should know that he's saying that while Thad is not here. Not here. <laughs> um, I... What is my interaction with people on Inkshares? I mean, I have one of the biggest followings, so clearly I'm popular. Clearly. Uh, well, for, for those who don't know, Jeremy has fabulous hair. It's just, <laughs> I, was, I was struck. I mean, I've seen pictures, and I've talked to him on Skype before, but I was, I was stunned, really. I get that a lot. It's, it is. It's, I mean, it's, Paul, how about you? Do you, do you get... I do not get that as much as you do, surprisingly. I don't I don't I don't know why that is. I mean it could be the lack of hair right through that area, oh, though, yeah. you know. <laughs> um, yeah, I know I, I, I cut through and I find stuff I read I read actually read a lot of manuscripts on ink shares. Um, and I I'm all about the snippets. We call what we call snippets, which is when you, you read through uh, a manuscript on ink shares and you can you can highlight it and write a comment and share that. Like I love doing that uh, for people. I'm glad you're giving that a name because I never knew what that was actually. Snippets are excerpts, but excerpts is a really awkward word to say. Excerpts, so we just call yeah. it snippets. Yeah. Um, and a lot, honestly, a lot of it is about making people aware that these things exist. So like if you see a new book come on and nobody has left a snippet, then I'll like, I'll read it. And if I think something interesting, I'll read the snippet. And partly to give feedback to the author, but of course, partly to make others aware that this is a thing you can do. Which is a great, a great, uh, a great help, honestly. It really is like, because it gets it out there. Because again, like you said, you're the one of the most followed or, or whatever, because um, you're super popular with your nice hair, <laughs> you know, so. Yeah. Uh, and it's good because, you know, I'm constantly getting stuff from you, you know, all the time on the um, the alerts. So And honestly, that's I, tr great. I, I try and be um judicious about the things that i like or the things that i recommend um be, like it's not being me. i don't need to put I, I haven't talked for a while so like i, I need i need to speak yeah, to, uh, yeah. <laughs> basically you're, you're being pro prolific without being spammy yeah is, yeah is how I, i've noticed you're i'm being i'm being discriminant uh, uh like the things i recommend are actually things i recommend or the things i like are actually things that i like uh and it's uh, it's exciting to like to build a thing and have an idea and then see people use it. Like I, I will say that there there was a rush in seeing and in seeing ink shares take off like it is. I've certainly worked on products that haven't, and so I know what that feels like. <laughs> yes, I have done the same thing, but many of the products and projects that I've worked on are just kind of. Mm, I, I hesitate to use the word hobby, but I mean, I guess that's really what it is, but it makes me sad when I say hobby. I don't know why, because I want it to be more than hobby. That's really why, you know, so uh, it is what it is. Hopefully that, uh, hopefully, you know, JF and I will have extremely long careers and grow really old and uh, until they figure out how to give me my hair back and, you know. Then that'll no, be the day I'm, that I'm I die. I'm for flash in the pan. Um, I'm, I'm, think, I'm, I'm trying to uh, live fast and die young. So don't speak mm -hmm. to yourself, Paul. Well, you've already been well, one, hit by an I automobile. Once I get into the blow, so. it's, oh. I'm, it's, it's, I'm, I'm going to burn out very fast. This podcast is all over the place today, huh? <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's been a weird day for me, so. 
Yeah. So is, is there I can any, imagine. Is, is there anything that you would like to like personally say to the? Uh, I mean, you you have a good idea. You told me that you and. I know you might not be completely honest, but I know, Jeremy, you told me that you listened to Right Brain, so you uh-huh. might have a good idea of who our listenership is. Uh-huh. Uh, would, do you have anything that you want to, to say to them before I, I kick you off the podcast and get someone else? <laughs> um, buy more books. What? There you go. Yeah, <laughs> buy more buy books. More books. <laughs> um, you know, feedback is really good because we are really close to ink shares. And our perspective is, is different than like 99% of people who use it. And, you know, I think we've done a good job at, at, at making an attractive place for authors. Our mission is to make it an attractive place for, for readers. Like, like somebody who's just interested in books as a reader should be able to land on our homepage and then like understand instantly what she needs to do to get connected. And, uh, and so ideas around engaging the reader, I think, are most welcome. Like email me at jeremy at inkshares.com. Um, our, our vision is that all you need to do, you know, I use the same metaphor that I use with you is bring your vegetables to the market, set up your stand, and then people come and they buy them instead of you walking around with a box of vegetables, asking people to buy them. And so we need to fill the marketplace with vegetable buyers. And it's happening. It's happening to a degree, especially in, um, science fiction and fantasy. Um, but we want it to happen, you know, for everyone that that's the Nirvana moment. So, um, uh, there's not, I think one way to do that. I think there are lots of ways that have to be implemented. It's sort of in concert, but anyway, ideas around the reader, I would love. And I'll, I'll get, I'll get out of your hair now. Well, it's mostly cause I want to make sure I give the rest of your team. Oh, yeah. I mean, unless you want to just order them. Well, this is customary. I usually do all the, the I do all the. <laughs> I, I I still feel like I want to get everybody on, on the broadcast, so, but but I mean, as if you have more to say, like how many books have you signed? I, I'm being a <laughs> yeah. How many books have you signed, JF? You have a thousand uh, to yeah. sign. I'm, 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 look, have you done Have you done a tenth? I've I've done more than a tenth. I've uh, but I've still I still have a lot to do. So this this is why I'm kicking Jeremy off, so All I right. can get someone else, so I can get back to signings because apparently the, yeah. the pressure's on. Paul, it's a the pleasure. Pressure's on. Uh, yes, sir, Jeremy. Good seeing you again, buddy. Right, Bye. So uh, j- just give me a second. I'm going to recruit someone else. Avalon, you seem to be wanting to talk. <laughs> yeah, sure. come on, Avalon. For Hi, Paul. Hi, Avalon. We should apply for a better you. setup. Is going to be a chapter name in my memoirs. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. So, so okay. So for the listeners, I'm sitting down with one, one of the people that I probably feel the closest to at Inkshares because I've interacted with her a lot. This is Avalon. How do you pronounce your last name? Radis. Radis. It's a weird one. It's Lithuanian and German. Wow. Very cool. Yeah. So uh, Avalon has been my marketing director, I guess. Yeah. And working on Life Engineered. And it's been well, such a pleasure. Wow. Thank you. That's super generous. <laughs> Uh, what for those for those who of you who might have a preconceived idea of what that means is that essentially, from my understanding of the work I've done with Avalon, is that she does everything <laughs> for the book. Well, I think that what you have to keep in mind when you think about marketing a book, at least hopefully the right way, which is what we try to do, is that it involves 
the process, well, the process essentially starts at the very beginning. So once you have the manuscript, once you're finding the right team of editors and designers and trying to figure out what the best cover design direction is going to be, what you want the cover copy to be, all of that matters from a marketing standpoint at the beginning because you want to position the book to be the best it can be and find the right audience. Right. You, you work with all of the authors, right? I work with about... I'd say at this point for the books that we have, I have about 20 authors that I work with. So I do most of the sci-fi fantasy books that we have, or essentially yes, all, I was gonna say, all of the sci-fi I was going to say, you, we, you work with me. So I mean, yes. me and Jeff, that's about 20 people's worth of work, I'm sure. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, we're a handful. Yeah, no, you guys are wonderful. Um, it was, I think that one of the things I want to note about you guys and for your listeners to hear, which they probably have already picked up on anyway, is that having both of you and the others who came on board so early has been such a dream for us. Um, I'm, we're not just saying that it's, I mean, you could, you could be dealing with any kind of author really. And you guys are early adopters in a lot of ways, and you've really helped us shape what our model is today. And with all of the feedback that we get from you, it's, it's a lot easier to figure out how we can shape this community to help, um, more great books come out into the world through InkShares. So thank you for that. Wow. Well, I think I speak for JF when I say thank you for giving us somewhere to go, because otherwise, you know, yeah, I don't know. I would, I don't know what I would be doing. I actually have no idea. I'd probably be in a <laughs> well, ditch somewhere or something. You'd be teaching you know? a lot, right? Yeah, of course I'd be teaching. I'm yeah. still teaching. I mean, of I'm course, just... yeah, you'd, you'd still be doing the great stuff you're doing, but now you get to do even more great stuff. That's which right. Includes being a published author. I know that's pretty amazing. Yeah. It, it is too, if, wait, wait until you're at the point I am, Paul, it is so exciting. When you get to hold the book yeah, in your hand for the first time. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Special, it's pretty amazing. Pretty special moment to witness as um, someone at the publishing place. <laughs> yeah. How, you, you guys must get pretty excited. I mean. Yeah. Earlier, well, there's always a moment of panic um, when we when we open up the first boxes because this is the first time um, unless, you know, we get samples printed first that we get to see the the end result of the book and how it is now um so when it when it comes out to be you know jf's book it's gorgeous right from the start um without getting into details we've had moments where we'll open up a package of books and it's not perfect and you know f- figure out what to do with that um can be kind of scary yeah i can't i, I can't even imagine how scary that is yeah, yeah I've, so, I, as, as a graphic designer i've situations well almost every time you receive something from a printer there's this moment of, of suspense mm-hmm. when you open the, the the first copy to see if it's what you imagine it to be and it, yeah it can get pretty harrowing i can imagine that when you guys are working with the products of other creatives mm-hmm. and you're, so much at stake yeah exactly yeah. Like, super stressful yeah exactly so you um you kind of came on board around the time that uh, that uh, the first contest <laughs> I did. ended with us, right? Isn't that correct? Yeah. I so my start date was on a Monday, and it was the Monday after the winners were announced for the first Sword and Laser publishing contest. Um, and so I think that was, was that Sunday like? at midnight. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> so yes, it definitely was. I remember it was three AM on the East Coast. For, I remember for JF Matt and I. also decided, um, Matt who's VP of Operations and Marketing at Inkshares, um, he decided that we would no longer have contests end on a Sunday night at twelve AM. 
because that was just was a too good call. stressful for everyone. It's, it was a really good call. I'll, I'll, <laughs> you I'll, learn as you go. I'll speak for myself and for uh, Joseph Terzeva, uh, who <laughs> stayed up until 3 a.m. chatting on Twitter about the contest waiting for Oh, results. yeah, because that would have been, yeah, 3 a.m. your time, right? We are super yeah. thankful for that change. <laughs> that was everyone has work the next day. Yeah. <laughs> call and say. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was 3 a.m., you know, for, for me, too, being on the East Coast. And I didn't have anyone to talk to. There was no one. I'm sitting there just watching this and, transpire, and, you know. And Paul, like, I don't, I don't know if your experience was the same as mine, but it, when at 3 a.m. you realize that you made the cut and you are getting published, there's no going to sleep. <laughs> oh no, you no, there you wasn't. From uh, Wait, what, what, yeah, what was your reaction? Um, what did you do? You start drinking heavily, or no? Well, <laughs> I have, I have this celebratory, and I think I've talked about it on the podcast before. Whenever I finish a book, I will have I, I, I have I'll have a, a glass of expensive cognac that I have because nice. I like drinking out of the big glasses. It's it, it makes, makes me feel, feel fancy. super fancy. Yeah, exactly. So your fancy I, I, drink. I'll just I'll just like put on some very low lighting and just sit down and just savor both the moment and the and the drink. And that that's what I did. Also, I really wanted to get some booze in me so I could fall asleep. Yeah, I can see that. All the adrenaline. <laughs> it was no, it was it was a very and that first contest I feel had, stressful, right? It had more edge to it than the, the 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 other ones. I feel I might I mean I might be yeah wrong, but it felt more aggressive. I feel because there was no there wasn't as much of a community back then. Yeah, no, that's true. You guys really had to work very hard, which is you know, it's true with a lot of these contests, but to bring in your own networks yeah. to make sure to support you. So, so I'm glad I'm, I, we did. And I, I, I'm glad how the, uh, the how, how the community built after that in the second contest, but th- this isn't about us. This is about you. So <laughs> what you, you said, you work mostly with the genre authors. Do you, do you, do you, you never work with the, uh, the other authors that, um, that do, I, like, do I do. Um, I do. One of my books, the future of men is actually coming out the same day as your book is March first, uh, which if um, I can see right, it's right back there over your shoulder, Jeff. Is that correct? That's right. Yeah. It's. I don't yeah. know. It's. Yeah. It's above mine, which I think I'm gonna. It means a lot. I'm gonna switch. <laughs> I'm gonna switch those later. I'm not yeah. Working because I have ego problems. Yeah. <laughs> um. That's that's a very issue oriented nonfiction book. Um, which is really interesting. And we have, um, you know, some incredible press lined up for that. We actually didn't do all of the marketing on that book ourselves. The author had um, this wonderful woman named Sandy Mendelson, who's a freelance publicist, go after that. So we've been coordinating efforts with her. And um, it's, it's great to be able to sort of see how someone at, you know, who's been doing this for 30 years does it and when to see that we're doing essentially all of the same things is really gratifying and makes me feel like, you know, we're, we're going to do the best we can for these books. Yeah. Is it basically be, it validates that you're doing the right thing when you see someone. Exactly. Might have, well, she's yeah. been doing this for 30 years. She's definitely with success. More, yeah. She yeah. has more experience than you are because definitely probably not even 30 yet. No, I'm not. Exactly, so. <laughs> oh man. I feel old now. Yeah. Oh, I'm still super ancient. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm a geezer, I'm just, but I'm, I'm, I'm fine with it. It's cool. But you're okay with it. Comfortable yeah. in your skin, right? Yeah, exactly. You gotta be. So like if you, uh, I'm just going to ask, uh, give us a rundown, like what a typical day would be like for you. Oh, geez. 
Um, I mean, well, I, there might not be a typical day. I don't know. You know yeah, that's just... the thing. There really isn't a typical day, I'd say. It really depends on the book projects that you're working on, um, what part of the production process they're in, um, what else is to be done at Inkshare. So right now, um, Matt Kay and I and Angela are sort of splitting the operations role. And a lot of our time has been devoted to customer support and shipping books and stuff like that. Um, but we're going to be soon adding another team member which we'll announce um, probably next week. Uh, and they're going to take over as operations manager, which is going to free us for some other awesome things to do. So um, I'd say a typical day involves a lot of uh, writing and media pitching and uh, working with the different, um, the production editors at Girl Friday who are, you know, you know, obviously yeah. shepherding oh, your yeah. book through the production process as well. Um, so I work a lot with Devin, um bethany who yeah bethany who's yours devin's, devin's yours devin yeah exactly yeah. um the girl friday women are amazing the men too are. mostly just work with women <laughs> um but it's mostly women who work there which is kind of the inverse of our company here <laughs> so um are if you, you guys well, get a it's chance just you and angela, any right? of them, it is just me and angela i have not yeah. met angela no she she works in new york actually remotely oh, yeah, so you hard. probably won't <laughs> at least not anytime soon she's actually going to fly out and hang out with us in april so i'm going to meet her for the first time oh, in wow. real life irl can't wait yeah IRL. angela if you're listening to this we love you they do they've been talking nonstop. <laughs> that's the first time i hear of you <laughs> <laughs> so is, is there anything that you'd want to like you, right now you have the ears of our listeners which Paula, I'll give you numbers, but there's 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 more than I thought. It's intimidating. Is it really? Um, yeah, it's it's not like Yeah, what is it? Who how many people? Oh, that's true. You can't do that. Hey, I can can't edit give away it out, you know. Proprietary <laughs> information here. It's 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 not as much as would be super cool and make us rad, but it Oh, is, we're only a little it bit. It is cool. more than just your family and mine. Oh well that's good. I don't even think it is my family at all. <laughs> to be but honest. let me put it to you this way: I think the numbers exceed the uh, the Inkshares writers community. Oh, so well, we're, exceed we're, the Inkshare. Yeah, oh, we're, nice. We're, we're, I, I, well, the, the the ones that are actually participating, sound the active yeah, community. Yeah, active. So, so we're we're bleeding out to other listeners at this point. That's wonderful. Yeah, that's guys, great. Do you guys do any sort of marketing for Right Brain? No. Absolutely well, not. As a matter of fact, that reminds organic. me. Yeah, yeah, that reminds me. Um, I was there was a review on on iTunes that says, "Why isn't this marketed more?" Hmm. I don't know if you've seen that, JF. Because I'm super bad at self promotion. Yeah, well, come on, you can do it. All right. Well, Avalon, yeah, how you doing? Not about us. We need some help, apparently. So, well, yeah, we. Uh, I think that there's a kind of necessary separation of church and state with you oh, guys. Yeah, like we, we, we don't want to ever. And not that we wouldn't want to support you guys, which we totally do, but we want it to be completely, you know, not completely your own and not influenced yeah. by us. We want this yes. to be a transparent, you know, interesting resource for. Yeah, forthcoming and, authors, current authors. But you're gonna you're gonna support. retweet us though, right? Come on. Oh yeah, we'll retweet. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, and I mean this this is something actually we're talking with Jeremy at, uh, at lunch about is the fact that what what I like about our position with the podcast right now is that we are in a position oh, yeah. where we can promote books and say good, good things about books and what's happening with Inkshare. But at the same time, if there's ever, ever anything that we disagree with, we are in a much more comfortable place to to comment it. 
objectively. If you will. Right. Exactly. And that's important to us as well. Yeah. Cause that way you guys don't have to worry about our opinion being biased. About yes. It. Well, it, it is in a way because I mean, obviously we do, we support InShares. We love InShares. It's given us opportunities that we wouldn't have otherwise, but there's still like that gap that allows that transparency. Right. Exactly. Well, so but- you have the ear of our listenership. Is there anything that you want to say to them? Yes. Um, well, assuming that your listenership is primarily uh, comprising authors um, I, or I, comprised I of authors um, or, you know, hopeful authors, um, I'd say that the most important thing is to leverage the community, which is what you guys preach almost daily, I'd say. Um, for us and for like me particularly, I, I've been at companies where um, community is super important. That's here and that's in, in my previous roles. And what I've learned is that you really cannot force a community to be built. I mean, at the community at InkShares, we've really worked hard towards, um, you know, having more people join and, and worked with partnerships that helps this along the way. But a lot of it is organic. And a lot of it keeps growing because we try our best to listen to the community and react to that. Um, and I think that this community is especially important for authors and to support authors in mutual endeavors. And, and once you have that type of support, I think it's, it's basically boundless. So keep, keep reaching out to fellow authors and, you know, cool. Yeah. I, I, I... I agree. Because, I mean, that's how you get more readers involved by bringing in the writers. I think that's been kind of your philosophy with the contest. Exactly. And other things too. I mean, some are more experienced than others and willing to give, um, you know, parts of their experience and lessons. Um, some are really good graphic designers and have offered to do free covers for each other, which helps out with campaigns. And um, Adam Gomelin does some free covers. I think shares. Really? <laughs> that's news to me. Yeah. Just when he has time. Hey, it's, it's, it, what's, I keep him too busy. What I think is interesting <laughs> is the, uh, the the fact that we have some people are good at certain aspects of reaching out. Like Jameson Stone is amazing as a one-on-one salesperson. Like I think he ran most of his right. campaign like that. He is really great at just having this level of communication. Meanwhile, you have other people like uh, like Kara, who's super imaginative at coming up with different initiatives to involve the community and to reach out to readers. Like everybody has Absolutely. kind of like their own little niche. And by working together, we can kind of synergize all that. And I, I know I sound like it's stupid executives use word synergy, <laughs> but I mean, it's, it's, it at the end prop, of the day, it's the proper use of the word. Yeah, totally. That, like we're, we're getting is. more than some of our bugs. Yeah. So, so thank you very much for coming yeah, on. Yeah, thank, thank you. Thank um, you. Yeah. Do you want to? Thanks, Avalon. Oh, yeah, of course, I, Paul. I'd love to. Hi there. Hi. Our next guest is How's Matt, it going, Matt? Who, uh, who's been mentioned by both Jeremy and Avalon. So, Matt, what, what's your job at InkShare? So I run marketing and operations. I um, help make the books and then try to sell the books. And you have a sweet beard. Yeah. <laughs> I'm working on it. Thank you. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Everybody here has a sweet beard except me. I know. Everybody in San Francisco has a sweet beard except Jay. Yeah. Except for Jay. Yeah, I, I was walking around yesterday and people were accosting me. Oh, you're new here. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so operations and marketing, how, I mean, I'm going to steal a question okay. from, uh, from Paul saying, so what, what does a 
day of, the day of work look like for Matt K? God. Um, so there's a lot of moving parts, um, operations and marketing. Um, so on the operations side, um, that kind of encompasses a few different things. Um, the making of the book, so our relationship with Girl Friday and the process that we implement with them to make sure that everything's happening on time and happening well. Um, same with Quill. Um, all the customer service uh, processes we have in place, um, managing those, uh, making sure the books are printed and getting shipped to customers um, fast and, and hopefully delighting customers as they get nice boxes with tape on time with beautiful books inside. Um, with signed books, JF? Signed books, right? Signed books. Well, the, signed more books. You, the more you do tangents like that, all the less signed I can get. Right. Um, I'm just putting the pressure on you. That's all I'm trying to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then the marketing side, um, you know, I think as Avalon mentioned, there's a lot that goes into marketing. And that's a lot of what my background is. Um, from the very beginning, um, for months after um, a book comes out. Um, and so when I came here, you know, I think they only had two books published. Um, and they were beautiful. They did a great job on them. But we were looking forward to, you know, I think 15 books coming out and suddenly you need to have a, a lot of process in place and you have to know like what needs to happen every week, every month to make sure we're giving these books the best um, shot possible. So what I did when I got here was create a lot of that, um, that structure, um, which I think has really benefited us um, because our, our books for the most part, I mean, I, I think they're doing as well, if not better than a lot of books from traditional publishers. Like you look at a traditional publisher and their marketers are stretched really thin, um, probably even more thin than, than ours sometimes. And a lot of what they're doing at a traditional publisher is kind of hoping that something just breaks out. Um, you know, it's like you sign that one big author and there'll be a bestseller. You can kind of let everything else fall by the wayside. And for us, like, I think that, you know, our community and our relationship with authors, um, I mean, we have to, give our all on every book and make sure we're doing everything possible to see every book succeed. Um, and we've been really proud. I think we've heard this from people in the media, from our distributor that um, like, wow, I can't believe you get all that attention for your books. It's really cool. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> we work really hard for it, but, uh, but it's working, it's happening. And you know, the books that we publish are books that readers actually want. So we had like a leg up already just from the get go. That's a lot of stuff to do in one day, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> no, basically kidding. what's happening in a typical day is some of those things are working and some of those things are breaking. Some oh, things yeah, that are working, course. I try to keep working, and things that are breaking, I try to fix. That's that's what a typical day is like. Well, you know what? Tell uh, tell me about your relationship. Um, well, I guess uh, tell me maybe a little bit more about how Inkshares works with Girl Friday. Do you, yeah. How close are you? Do you work with with them? Because I know you mentioned working with them. Yes. Um, so. I'm really close with Girl Friday. Actually, this is the funny backstory. Um, I knew them from my first job in publishing. The first job I ever took was in 2004. Um, and Lamb and Ingrid, who run Girl Friday, were running Seal Press at the time, which was an imprint of Avalon Publishing Group where I had my first job. Um, so when I actually got in touch with Inkshares, um, and I heard they were working with Girl Friday a little bit. I got in touch with them and I was like, Hey, are these guys, are these guys for real? Like, are they, are they doing something like, it looks really cool, but you know, give me the inside scoop. And they're like, yeah, they're, they're super smart. It's a really great model. It sounds really good. You should go for it. Um, and so I had this previous relationship with them. Um, and what I love about them is um, they are incredible at what they do. Um, this isn't economy publishing. This isn't like a, a hack editor a hack designer. These are all people that for the most part have worked in traditional publishing, have decades of experience, um, have a really soft touch and make sure that authors stay happy, but can 
push when they need to, which is important to make sure you get the best quality product. Um, and that's, that's the thing is, you know, it's, we don't work. Inkshares doesn't work if at the end of a process, a book isn't sparkling. It needs to be perfect. Every word, every, every element of a book, every physical piece of it needs to be perfect. Um, and we were able to trust them to make sure that they can do that on time over and over um, for all of our books. Uh, and so it's, it's great. You know, I came into Inkshares trusting them and it's been kind of fun to reconnect with them and we work with them really closely. We usually meet once a quarter um, in person, go over all the process stuff we need to, and then get really drunk at night. And it's really fun. We have a tradition of bite-sized uh, Negronis, which we're hoping to uphold for, for years to come. Uh, you know what? I, I think I can speak for JF when I say that it has been an awesome experience working with Girl Friday and Ink Shares. You know, the um, editing process and everything. In fact, JF says a lot on the podcast that one of the most addicting things is, you know, having what you create come back so you can, you know, make it even better, you know, and I, I agree. It's yeah. just been an amazing experience. Yeah. I mean, my, my background, um, you know, I was in traditional publishing for like five, six years before um, I was at this little, little place called Amazon. Um, yeah. And I I've never heard of it. Yeah. And I, I, you know, I think self-publishing has been, it's been a really amazing thing for the book world. Um, there's a lot of stories that are out in the world that wouldn't have been there otherwise it wasn't for self-publishing but i never got over that that love of what a traditional publisher does you know i was there um at fsg watching designers um and editors just labor over a manuscript and make it something that um, is an object that will hopefully be around for hundreds of years um and, and that that requires a, a community of people um and so you know i wasn't interested in going to a startup that was just trying to push out a digital book in a new way I think Amazon actually does that really well. Um, you know, what I was looking for is a, is a new model to find books that will be around for hundreds of years that uses technology um, to find new voices and, and build community. And I think, uh, well, in my opinion, at least Inkshares is, does that, you know, I hope terrifically. So. It's getting so. there. <laughs> it's a lot of work, <laughs> but it's getting there. Well, so. look over your shoulder. Look at all the books you got back I there. Know. So... It's intimidating it's, almost. <laughs> it is almost. It almost is. But then again, you know, JF, we remember that we have a book on that board back there. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> I do. I'm, I'm hoping to get a second one by the end of, uh, probably by the end of April, but I'll be pushing that a bit more. So, uh, so Matt, is there anything that you'd like to tell our, uh, our listeners while you have them before I, I kick you off? And I, I might have to end the podcast right after Matt. I want to get more people, but uh, time is uh, getting short. It is, um, yes. What do I want to add? So Jeff's here and he gets to see these these sorts of humble beginnings. It's kind of a, a bit of a mess. It's a little table we all sit around. There's like bottles and, and stuff everywhere. Um, I, I've been in the book world for over a decade. I, I believe we are truly building the future of what a next generation publisher looks like. And so it's very humble beginnings. We're going to, um, you know, I think just evolve and grow and it's not going to be overnight. Um, but I think it's going to be really meaningful and I think it's the future of books and I'm, I'm so happy you guys are a part of it. No, thank you. And I'm, well, I'm thank you. I, thank I, you. I think I speak for Paul and for pretty much everybody else that's been lucky enough to publish Whitting shares and saying that it's, it, it's, it is really an honor to be part of the, 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 the first book that can be published through this new platform. Yeah. That's wonderful. Well, thanks for having me on. Oh, our pleasure. Yeah. Thanks for, thanks for bringing your insight. And my beard. Good seeing you, man. And your yeah. beard, obviously. <laughs> 
So yeah, Paul, I was saying, uh, unfortunately, I might, I might have to cut this short because I mean, no, definitely the day, the day is, uh, is getting old and I need to finish all the signing of the books and I don't want to extend these, these fine people's, uh, work day. It's Friday here. And uh, I, I'm sure at some point they want to go home or at least go eat or whatever. So I'm, <laughs> I, there, there are a couple more people from the Ink Shares group that we, I wanted to get on mic. Unfortunately, I don't have time. But what I think is that maybe we can get them on Skype one day and get their input that way. Either way. Oh, yeah, definitely. Unfortunately, I have to cut the episode at this point. I, ho- I hope people enjoyed getting this sort of a inside look at what Ink Shares does for them if they get published. JF, it's always a pleasure, sir. Same here, and uh, I'm, I'm again. I apologize for the kind of off the cuff, on location feel for the episode. I know that that's uh, to some people they might uh, like the, the sound balance might be a bit weird because we had to share a microphone here at Inkshares, but uh, it, it's it's the the best way we had of getting like this this taking advantage of the fact that I'm 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 on the spot and I, I'm able to talk to to the fine people here. So any, uh, yeah, any, no, I mean, I think it'll be great. Yeah, you know what? Again, free uh, free information and listeners. It's uh, I'm, exactly. I'm not apologizing for it, although I have twice. So, Paul, where <laughs> where can people reach you on uh, on the internet? Uh, you can go to my website at paulinmansc.com. P a u l i n m a n s c dot com, or you can find me on Twitter um, at paulinmansc spelled the same way. Uh, Instagram, same thing, at Paul Inman SC. Uh, you can go on Facebook and search Ageless by Paul Inman, and you can um, follow the the progress of the book there, uh, which I need to do a little bit of updating over there, I guess. Or you can go right to Ink Shares and just look for Ageless. If you have not pre-ordered, um, I am finishing my portion of the book very, very soon, and it will be locked in from, from my standpoint. The words will not be able to change anymore, which is really weird actually to think about so jf uh where we where can um people go to find everything jf on on the interwebs i mean the easiest thing is like i've been referring people back and forth either to my about me page or to my home page i'm gonna send it to my own home page this time at jfdubo.com it's jfdubeau.com and uh, there's there's a book section there where you can see what i'm working on and all the links to uh, to my Inkshare projects and all. But if you really want to do me a favor, what would be super cool would be if you went to, to Amazon and pre-ordered The Life Engineered. Or if you already have a digital copy or are, by the time you listen to this, maybe even have a physical copy, uh, go and review The Life Engineered on Amazon. That is, reviews and ratings are the, the, the lifeblood of promotion on that platform. And I would be super thankful. Unless you didn't like it, then I would rather you email me and tell me why so I can improve. Hey, those are uh, good good advice, JF. Good advice. All right, um, everyone, we will see you, or, or you will hear us, I guess, <laughs> next next week. JF, have fun in San Francisco. Thank you, Paul. And you don't, don't freeze to death. We still need you. Mm-hmm.